Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, if you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 grand. Get up on your mic and tell him who you am, my friend. Well, my friend, who I am and who I is, is very different than who I be. <laughs> but for those that know, know, it's your boy, Savage O'Malley. Oh, okay. Little, little, little cocaina. Little Coke Zero, right? Get it. Hell yeah. I get inspired when I see Bill walking in with a big old soda. Yes. Hey, man. Coke Zero's got all the chemicals every young, growing boy needs. So right? true. Yeah. yeah. All the preservatives, all the chemicals mixed in the lab somewhere. Probably killed two to three rats at least. Oh, per can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. But man, I drink it down like it is water, dude. And it's uh, and I can cl- I can tell you right now, I'm 100% addicted. Without, I I wouldn't even hesitate to tell you that I'm addicted no to diet soda. Oh yeah, it's not a question. It's not am I addicted? It's how addicted am I? It's that bad, man. It's a, it's a problem. It really is. It's a legit problem at this point now that I could probably use some help on. So welcome to Addiction Anonymous. Yes. I'll be your host for the evening. Hey, according to Jelly Roll, Addiction Kills, right? That's the it's, name of one of his albums. That's very true. Yeah, that's it. And, and, and it isn't I mean, just, I suppose it's what you're addicted to, I guess. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, if I was addicted to healthy eating and exercise, I'd be <laughs> all right I'm addicted right to now. water and jumping jacks. Yeah, you'd be doing okay. Hey, bro, Addiction Kills. Yeah. <laughs> I guess eventually, if you do, you can you can drink too much water and kill yourself. Overhydrating, waterboard yourself. And uh, if you if you did jumping jacks for too long, eventually the knees and the ankles are gonna go. Oh, hundred so, percent. Yeah, I can t- speak to that one as well too. With old age and carrying a little extra weight around, my knees and my ankles are both like Bill. What the fuck? Listen, I've seriously, got, I've got good news and I've got great news. Ooh, Which would you like to hear? Let's let's start with great. I'm just saying. Well, the great news is yeah, 
we are going to talk about today the new Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel flick that dropped a couple weeks ago. Volume 3. Volume 3. Yes. Uh, number 3. Yes. G- Part 3. G-O-T-G 3. Right. Well, however you want to call it, we are going to talk about that today. We are. So that's yes. great news. Yes, that's an excellent news. The good news. Uh-huh. I remembered I need to tell you my story about traveling. Yes, you did have a travel story. I You've did. been traveling a lot. This isn't even... You've been to Hawaii since we last recorded. And That's this, accurate. And this story predates Hawaii. Yeah, this was... Uh, this is not... Uh, no, I went yeah. to Hawaii the second week in May or so, like the 9th through the 16th, something like that. Yeah. This was from my uh, Portland trip, uh, April 24th, somewhere in there. Yeah. So uh, so I, I get up in the morning, I drive to Sacramento, I... Uh, A.K.A. Sacktown. Yeah. Sacramento International Airport. Right. Home of the Sacramento Kings. Yes, sir. Hey, we, we, light, we lighten them beams. We are. You know what I mean? Um, and get on a plane and I fly all the way to Portland and I get off and, you know, you, you exit. And I don't know if anybody's ever been to PDX or just Portland. It's, uh, it's so funny. Like, one of the things that I've noticed about traveling is, and I just kind of had this conversation with uh, Mad Psycho the other day because uh, he actually invited me out to Cleveland. He sent me a text message, which was which was a a pretty awesome text message. Let me read it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it it, it kind of threw me off. Not threw me off, but like I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it says, uh, dude, I, I know too many people. Yeah, you got a lot of text messages. I see you frantically scrolling dude, right scroll, now. Like, yeah, have your shit lined up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's see where, where chance where, favors where. the prepared mind, my friend. Is that accurate? That's a quote. I don't know if it's accurate. <laughs> it's a legit quote, though. I just bought four tickets to the Niners Browns game on October fifteenth. Oh shit! A ticket is yours for your birthday if you can get to Cleveland. Woo! That's dope. So that is a pretty cool message. So anyway, I was figuring out where I need to fly into because he I don't know he doesn't live in Cleveland. So what was the best airport? Anyway, we were having a conversation about airports. And uh, it's so funny because you'll 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 fly into somewhere and you'll think yeah. that oh this is like Sacramento you think like oh it's not a huge you know not at airport. all yeah but the Sacramento International Airport is is pretty modern yeah yeah it's yeah. pretty nice yeah you know and then you go to Birmingham yeah Alabama and they've got rocking chairs in between the uh, terminals yeah so yeah, that, yeah you know yeah. things move a little slower. Uh, so anyway, I was trying to figure that out. So Portland is they got rocking chairs, dude. Let me just. Yeah. Right, it's not, now I'm gonna completely go off track. Here. Yeah, yeah. And if I talked about this on the podcast, I'm and you guys I, already I don't think it. we've ever discussed. I don't remember the rocking chair so, in the so, airport story. So I, 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 as as we talked about, I got yeah. in an accident in January. Yes, and it was you know traumatic we did discuss and that. it was rough, yeah. and I'm hanging upside down like I'm in a movie, and right, you know, I got very lucky. I, you know, I could have died. Sure. You know, that of was a scary accident. Yeah. And uh, anyway, uh, so I didn't go in February and then someone else actually was traveling. So they went for me in March. So I hadn't been back since April Okay. or since January. So I went in April and I completely avoided Atlanta. Yeah. Just yeah. went directly into Alabama. And uh, I hadn't flown into Birmingham since the first time I ever traveled. Yeah. And uh, so I rearranged some things and made it work so that I would work. 
So I was also flying out of Alabama to go to Tampa. So I'd never flown out of Tam- at, at Birmingham before. So I got a, I got the hotel. Mm-hmm. I booked the hotel at the Holiday Inn right by the airport, like 1.2 miles. Right. My flight was at 11. Right. So, you know, I'm like, well, I need to be there probably. We board it at like 10.30. Yeah. I probably need to be there. Just be safe around 10-ish. So... If I drop the car off at nine and then get over there, go through security, I'll have plenty of time. I can right, kind of right. relax and chill. I dropped my car off at nine oh two. I was through my security and at my gate at nine oh six. Holy shit! Tells you how small Birmingham yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Fuck! I could have slept another hour." You know, they always <laughs> tell you to get there two hours early, no matter what airport it is. That's always the advice they give you and i'm always like two fucking hours especially when you got like the red eye flight at like 5 a.m i'm like you want me there at 3 a.m so that i can get checked in get set up and then sit there for an hour and spend money in your airport like that's what it feels like they want you to do right correct then you get there you're all done you're checked in well what do i do now well you gotta eat and you gotta get something to drink and better pee a couple times before you get on the plane. So, it's, yeah, man, that's crazy. But you're right. Every airport is different because I thought SAC airport does seem modern. Yeah. And t- uh, but then you get into like uh, I've been to Denver and you got to take uh, an escalator, a bus and, and walk two miles just to get to the rental car place. So it's like, holy dude, shit. Denver airport, dude, is like the worst to me because, A, I'm always delayed there. Even when the weather's good, they're like, wind shears. Yeah, yeah. We're not risking it. Yeah. Hey, uh, your flight's a little delayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, your pilot isn't here. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, he's, I don't know. Apparently, they frown on him drinking before his shift. Who knew? Uh, yeah. And then at, and, and, and Denver, like, they'll have, like, four gates. Yeah. And then, like, a mini mall. Right. And then another yeah. four oh, yeah. gates. Yeah. And then another mini mall. Like, n- not just, like, a little, like... It's huge. Like yeah, I'm like it's insane. I walked five miles and I'm like, okay. I just kept following the arrow that said rental cars this way, rental cars. And I walked and I walked and I walked. I went, Jesus Christ, I've got to be there. And then all of a sudden I get to, oh no, now you get on a tram. And then the tram takes you another two miles. Then you get off and walk some more. I was like, dude, I love Sacramento airport so much more now. Like mm-hmm. it's insane, dude. It's so much more smooth and easy to navigate. So we flash forward. Yeah, you Portland, have a story. PDX. Mm-hmm. And uh, Portland is a fairly good-sized airport. Yeah, I've been there. And uh, but it is not new or modern. It's no. still old. It's, it's right. very, you know, and uh, much it's, like the rest of Portland. Yeah, it's yeah. very much uh, very similar to kind of what you described a little bit with Denver. It's very long. Yeah. Every time I fly in, I've, I doesn't matter where I'm at. I seem to be on the wrong end of the airport. Yeah. Yeah. And so. I walk all the way, and in Portland's one of those places where, like, it's not where you walk across the street to get your rental car. No. You have to take a freaking, uh, you have to take a, a bus. They don't even have a tram. They have a bus. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You get yeah, on yeah. the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get on a bus all over to the rental car center, which is, like, a mile and a half, two miles away. And, uh, Merce, you are really getting aggressive right now. <laughs> hey, this is Is live, that how baby. you feel about... Portland? Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about PDX? Proof this is live and unscripted right now. That's it. No editing happening here, ladies and gentlemen. And so, uh, but where you where where you get the rental car, right? Um, like the gate, uh huh, is like right across the street once you get over there. Okay. So I walk all the way over there, and I walk to the get over there, and then 
I walk in and this is like a Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And I go in, stand in line, this older lady says, mm-hmm. I can help you right here, honey. I say, all right. So I walk up and she goes, name on the reservation. And I tell her and she's like, okay. And the email address. Mm-hmm. So I tell her my work email because sure. it's all for work. And, it's all for work. and she says, G-O-V. And I was like, yeah. yeah. And she goes, like the government? And I was like, yeah. 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 Gov. Gov. Yeah. Government. Yeah. And she goes, are you an FBI agent? Oh, really? That's the first place she and, went. And yeah. I went, what? Yeah. And she goes, are you an FBI agent? And I was like, no. Yeah. I can't tell you because I'd have to kill you if I did. Yeah. I go, no, yeah. no, ma'am, I'm not. Yeah. And she stone cold goes, that's what an FBI agent that was didn't want you to know you were an FBI agent would say. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, am I getting punked? Like, I'm looking right. for cameras. Like, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck is going on, dude? So, so and, and, and right at the end of that, there's a uh, one of her co-workers, another older yeah. lady. Yeah. And this lady walks up and she goes, gets her name and she asks for ID. And she goes, oh, you're from Vegas. And the lady renting a car goes, yeah, yeah, I've been there a few years. I really like it. And the lady goes, oh, I love Vegas. It's beautiful out there. Uh, and then the lady's like, yeah, we've been there about 10 years. It's great. And then the lady checking the car goes, yeah, my nephew used to live there, but he OD'd on drugs. Oh, shit. <laughs> so this lady immediately up. right yeah. after my conversation. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with this woman? Yeah. Hey, what's wrong with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane, dude. Yeah. If you are an FBI agent trying to keep a low profile, I'm pretty sure the government could hook you up with a different email than a .gov. Yeah. Bittner at dot gov. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like you if you were like Scott slash Bittner slash FBI agent dot gov. Nope, not me. Are you an FBI agent? <laughs> no, uh, negative. Yeah. yeah. Nope, not me. <laughs> and then as you're holding your earpiece, like, yep, yep. Roger that, Roger that. No, no, not me. <laughs> I'm on my way. No, no, never. Well, why would you say that? Yeah. So, so anyway, then I go. And I get my car. Yeah. And like at the rental car places, you know, now they're they're really like they're like parking garages and you have to like pull out and then they check you out. Right. You get the car and then like scan you, take your license. Sure. Right. I go to check out at the gate before they let me out of the garage. Elderly lady. Uh-huh. Okay. Alright. Can't figure out the scan. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, all right. It's like eight in the morning. I've been going since like five now. Right. Yeah. yeah 435. Yeah. Just had the FBI thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just had the uh, lady go like, oh, I love Vegas. My my nephew died. Yeah. 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 Vegas is great. Except and for she's that like, part of it. Yeah. She's trying to figure out the whole thing. Like she doesn't know what she's doing. And I'm like, I, I think you have to scan this code on the shield. Or on the windshield. Right. And she's like, like, didn't know what she was doing. And she's like, I know. <laughs> oh, really? Then yeah. Why have I been here for 
90 seconds while you're looking yeah. perplexed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So she, so she finally like takes my ID, she scans it, and she's like, okay, you're good to go. And I was like, all right. So I leave and I'm like, what is going on, dude? Like now I'm on my P's and Q's because this has been a weird half yeah, an yeah, hour yeah. experience, yeah, right? They, they, but anyway, the FBI, you. the FBI thing was funny yeah, as yeah, hell because yeah. she was dead serious. Yeah. And I don't know if she's got like some traumas with FBI agents sure, or sure, if yeah, she yeah. watches too much Jason Bourne. I don't yeah, know, yeah, dude. Yeah. But like just automatically that's what she jumped to. Yeah. I I it's so funny because anytime you apply for a job with the government or anything you do, it's a dot gov. Like it, it, every it, that's just what you know, whether you're a social worker, if you're out sweeping the leaves for a state park, they give you a dot gov, like, you know, in, in anything. Like, there is literally tens of thousands yeah. of different government jobs. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Are you an FBI agent? Yeah. It's, it just went right to that one. No, I'm actually a sniper. Yeah. yeah. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to need something with a lot of cover. Yeah, please. Yeah. You got that bulletproof rental, right? Because I'm going into some was my email, shit. Was my email Bob Lee Swagger yeah. at SJGov? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's hilarious, man. Because, yeah, you could be the guy that, that plunges the toilets in, in the fucking, uh, you know, Capitol building in yeah, Sacramento. Yeah. And you're going to get a .gov yeah, yeah. email. Yeah. J- James Smith. Yeah. <laughs> At suttercreek.gov. Yeah, absolutely. Oh boy, the governor the governor took a massive number two, man. Somebody's gotta get in there and plunge it. Email Bob shit shit wrangler at dot gov and to let him know. Tyler Smith at amadorcounty.gov. Hey, I went to school with a Tyler Smith. Are you FBI agent? Yeah. <laughs> I too went to school with Tyler Smith. Yes, we both did. I still I I am connected with him on Facebook. He does he looks like he's doing very well. Um, well but, done, Tyler. Yeah. Congratulations on, you, on your FBI career. Yes. Good luck with that. Love that. He's, so, he's putting up a good front, though. You'd never know he was an no. FBI agent by looking at his Facebook profile. No, you wouldn't. There's but no doubt. E- but his on email anyway. gives it away yeah, every time. Right. I haven't looked for his email. I'll check that out next time I'm on Facebook. Not an FBI agent at sjgov.org. Yeah. That's right. He's not an FBI agent. I threw the org in there to, yeah. to, to get him off the trail. Yeah. Gov. Like government? Yeah. Like, what else would that be? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what else would Gov be short for? That's hilarious. Govenia? You never know when you're traveling, man, who you're going to run into. People are funny animals, man. Like, and it's it, and there's so many different kinds of them out there. It's like, and when you travel, it's like you're going to somebody else's zoo. It's like, well, what am I going to run into today? Are the monkeys going to throw shit at me? Is the lion going to come out and growl and then go back and uh, eat his steak? You just never know, man. And, right. and, and you realize how different we are. Like how just Portland's not really that far, but the people are different. The atmosphere is different. I've been to Seattle. Oh, the culture is. Seattle is not that far, and yet it is the people. And the, and again, like you, absolutely right. The culture it is very different from here in Northern California in our neck of the woods. And then when you start going further out, when you start getting in, like where you're going into the South, when you're talking about them throwing up rocking chairs in the airport, it's a different. It's a different. It's a different animal, man. So it's like a like different you, lifestyle. You'll like be in between, like. Like, um, it'll be like in between like gates, yeah. right? Like Denver, for example, they'll be like D1, D2, D3. Where, where, 
what gate are you at? Oh, D12. D12. <laughs> yeah, yeah. D12. And you're like, oh, I'm only 11 gates away. That's not what shouldn't be that long. Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 1.7 miles. Yeah. Get your get, rock. To get 11 fucking gates. Good luck. Get your rocking chair out. You're going to need it. In Birmingham, like, yeah. you, you go through security and then they have, like, a set of gates and then, like, there's, a, like, a little gap, you know, like a yeah. little bit of a walkway. And in the walkway, they have these huge bay windows kind of overlooking this. Uh, the, the tarmac for sure, but then yeah. also there's some mountains and some hills. And yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. green and pretty, right? Right. And each window, obviously, there's like a a a, a, like a column, right? That from the building yeah. that separates the windows. And yeah. In front of each window was a freaking white rocking chair. Mm. And there was, and they were full. People were sitting there. They were reading. They were just like rocking. That was like, like screams the South though. Oh, like you gotta be in a rocking chair on your front porch sipping on some sweet tea. I, I, you know? I was waiting for a black guy in a text to come up and start yeah. giving him tea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's like very Southern, man. Very like that just screams the South. If they didn't have rocking chairs at the Birmingham airport, I would have been disappointed. And if you're listening to this and you say, well, why does that have to be a black guy serving tea? Then you've probably never been to the South. Yeah, no, it's I, different, man. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a different animal out there. But uh, tra- that's what makes traveling so incredible is you see, you realize how different we are. Like every state, every, not even every state. You could just go to the other end of our state and see how different it is or just go a state over. It's not that far. And you just realize the culture, the atmosphere, the people, the traditions can shift and change so much. The opposite side of that. Yeah. Which is absolutely true. We are so different and it could be not even that far away and we're so different. Yeah, for sure. The opposite side of that is we're all so, so much the same. Yeah, right. Yeah, Which yeah, is yeah, totally yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah, it, yeah, you got a point there too. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're so different, but are we? Yeah, right, right, it's right. It's so weird like when you see it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's definitely personality types no matter where you are. Like, you know, there's the... Uh, Everybody's got their own love language. Everybody's got their own passions, their own drives and their own. But you you can kind of fit every person into a certain box. As much as you hate to box somebody in and stereotype them, there are stereotypes for a reason, right? And they become legit because someone has embodied and lived that stereotype. So maybe you're the passive aggressive, you know, or maybe you're very outgoing and loud and want to be in the spotlight or you know, that, that's probably you and I, or maybe, <laughs> you know, or maybe, you know, maybe you're a recluse and you're a little bit of an introvert and you don't like to go out and don't like to see people. I've door dashed and I can tell you there's a, I, dude, I dropped off an order the other day, man. And this lady said, Hey, can you just please leave it on my porch? Don't knock. It disturbs my animals. I say, hey, no problem. I completely understand. And she was like, thank you so much for doing this. I just don't want to go outside. It's way too people out there. That was what she sent me in a message. And I went, ha, I get it. No worries. And then I'm driving. So I don't see the rest of her message because what DoorDash does in the app is when you're driving, they don't let the text come through. They send them a message going, hey, he's on the road. He'll see your message when he stops. And in she said, so when I get to the apartment, I don't see her last message. I get up there and I'm setting the food down. I'm getting ready to take the picture. And she comes out and goes, hey, thank you so much. I didn't expect her to come out because she said, hey, it's two people out there. She's not interested. So I'm like, she ain't going to come. She comes out and goes, hey, thank you so much. And she puts something in my hand. A lot of times people will throw you a couple bucks. 
She puts a little bag of weed in my hand and tells me, hey, I grow this here. I use butter. I think you're really going to appreciate it. And I'm like, uh, 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 you know, I'm not a big weed guy. I'm like, uh, oh, oh, I didn't want to offend her. All right. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Enjoy your donuts. You know, I'm out. I'm out. I still got the bag of weed in my, sitting in the, in the cup holder in my car. Um, but I get back to the car and I see the message and it's like, hey, if you're into weed, I, I'll, I'll throw you a little bag of some homemade stuff I made. I'd be happy to do it for you because I appreciate what you're doing so much. I didn't see that message till I got back to the car. So I get there and she slaps some weed in my hand. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Just a few minutes ago, you told me it was way too peopley. And now you're giving me weed that you grew somewhere in your apartment. I don't know how that works. It was a fucking low income apartment. Where are you growing well, weed? I don't know. I think I have a plan to fix your money problems. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do do a DoorDash for I, weed? Yeah, well, <laughs> just, just, just uh, you know, you, you deliver your donuts. Yeah. And then you just uh, get the free weed and then yeah. you flip that. Yeah, so you flip that on Weed Dash. Yeah, that's right. There's got to be something like that out there. I guarantee it. But yeah, man, so it's All my money problems can be solved by Weed Dash. That's right. It's just real interesting, man. There's just so many different kinds of people out there. You're absolutely right. We're so different. And yet, there is probably a girl like that every three miles. You know right, what I mean? Right, don't right. want to go outside. That just wants to be in her apartment with her cats growing weed. You know, I guarantee every state's got five to 10,000 of them. <laughs> You're absolutely right, man. You were different, but the same. It's very people out there. It is people out there. It's, a, it's an accurate statement. You can't. You're not wrong. I couldn't argue with her. I said, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm definitely seeing a lot of people today <laughs> in my travels. Wow. I have run into people. That's it's accurate. Crazy as it sounds. So. Enjoy your butterweed. That's right. Yeah, I didn't even know. She's like, yeah, I used butter. I'm like, what the fuck? You grew it from the ground? Like, where does the butter go? Like, are you buttering the seed before you put it? This I, is an apartment. I don't, and it's in low income apartments in Jackson. I have no clue where she's growing this weed. Do you have like a, a greenhouse set up in the in the bathroom? Like, what are you doing? Like, so many questions that I'm not allowed to ask. Yeah, don't ask questions. And I don't want to. Hey, listen, I, I can't. I've yeah. learned a lot of things in my years. Yeah. None more important than don't ask questions you don't want to answer. Yeah, 100%. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't want to know where that weed came from at all. Yeah, it's not a safe question to ask. But anyway. So we've been delayed a few weeks, uh, and uh, you and I promised on the last episode that we recorded that we would deliver our review of the highly anticipated Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Correct. Which dropped, I want to say it's been, has it been three weeks? Dropped three weeks ago, I think? I think that it dropped... uh well, this movie, this has been a big deal because I don't know if you remember, but they tried to cancel James Gunn, who wrote and directed the first two Guardians of the Galaxies. Uh, they went back and found some like uh, problematic tweets from years and years and years ago. And Disney told him he's done. No more Guardians of the Galaxy for you. They, they, they tried to cancel him. But then, and then started looking for a new director. But then what happened was... The cast was like, if it ain't James, we're not doing it. Like, James is the man. He's the guy we've rode with. He he wrote the movies, directed the movies. These are his babies. We got a lot of respect for him. So that's why there's a massive gap. I want to say it's like a three-year gap between Guardians 2 and this new Guardians. May 5th was the release date. May 5th was the release date for Guardians 3. And I don't know how long it's been since Guardians 2, but it's been at least two or three years, I would say. If I just had to guess... I would say Guardians of the Galaxy was at minimum. It was pre-COVID. I know that for sure. 
So I'd be, I'd be curious to know the date on that. But. May 5th. Uh-huh. Guardians 2? 2017. Shit. So that's what, so we're... Six years. Six years since Guardians 2 because that cast, and I respect them for that, they put their foot down and we're like, no, if it ain't James, we ain't doing it. And if you wipe the whole cast out, they're not making Guardians 3 if everybody steps away and doesn't agree to do it. That cast is phenomenal, man. The, the so So that's why, so we get, we got it. We finally got it. You and I weren't able to record last week. So here we are, a week delayed of a movie that's already been out since the beginning of May. But we're going to talk about it because it's a big deal in the Marvel world because this is wrapping up. This is it for the Guardians. This is their final dance, uh, the final show. We're not getting another Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Not anytime soon anyway. If we do, I don't think it's happening anytime soon, at least not from the way this movie laid out. So what did you think about it, man? Did you enjoy it? Uh, I know you just saw it last night, right? I did see it yesterday. So yes, it is super night. fresh in your mind. I went second weekend, so I definitely think it's probably fresher with you. Why don't yeah, you start? Yeah, it like dropped right before we went to Hawaii, so I was like, fuck. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew, yeah. And I wasn't going to Hawaii to go to the movies. No, no, no. Absolutely uh, not. You know, no disrespect to the Aloha, bra. Yeah, brada. Brada, but, we're that new Guardians, bra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No worries. Yeah, yeah, not having it. Nah. I'm here. I'm vacation, baby. I'm here. I'm here for the lava flows. That's right. That's right. Hey, go, walk, going to the movies has now become part of our job. So yeah. when you're on vacation, you put the work. job to the wanna, side. I don't want to work. That's right. That's right. It's a fun part of the job, but still a job. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, here's my review. Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh huh is leaps and bounds for me the best guardian okay and it is i don't i was trying to figure out how to say this this may be one of my favorite marvel movies ever okay nice now I'm saying this because the actual, like, just, you know, the movie part of it, the, 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 the story, the emotional connection, the, um, like it, it didn't really like guard the, the cool thing about guardians of the galaxy and black Panther is they're mm. a little bit connected, but not really. Yeah, they stand alone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this Guardian series. I mean, the Guardians definitely did pop up in, in Endgame and Infinity War, and they played a part. But this, these three movies definitely could stand on their own. If they never popped up in any of those other movies, these three movies would still make sense in some way or another. Right. So um, I'll just tell you this. Like, I was beyond impressed. Yeah. I was... I, I, it, it was the origins, basically. So, so first of all, spoiler alerts. If yes. you haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, yeah. If you haven't seen it by now, you're not. You're waiting. This for is Disney essentially Plus. a Rocket the Raccoon origin story. Yeah, yeah. Which is really what it was. Like, yes. They're trying to save him because something happened to him. Yeah. And what happened to them triggers like basically the origin story of where he came from and and rockets dying and 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 it's the origin story i didn't know i needed yeah absolutely they they lead you to believe by the end of this movie that it was always all about rocket and we just didn't know that 
And yeah, that's what they, they use the, it's a formula that's been used in a lot of movies where he's dying while they're saving him and he's dying. So they're the, a big part of the movie is them going through what they need to do to save his life. Right. Then the other part of the movie is while Rocket is laying there dying, he's flashing back and slowly giving you glimpses into his origin story and how he came to be. So it goes back and forth. And it's a formula that's been used a lot in movies, but it's done very, very well in this movie. I really loved it. And I, I agree with you 100%. I always thought Rocket was kind of like a side note character the comic relief, the smart ass. This was the story, the origin story. You're you're 100% correct. I didn't know I wanted, but I'm so glad I got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It, it, it was, and, and, and so for me, it is absolutely the best Marvel film of this phase. Mm, 100, uh, oh, 100%. Uh, easily. It, it, easily to yeah. me. And, and I was talking to OU Nasty about it. And I was like, look, man. It's hard to, I don't want to, anytime we watch something like this, it's, it's very easy to overreact. Sure. Or underreact. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it's, it's part of the, um, it's part of the gig when you mm -hmm. do what we do. Especially, I like the fact that I've had, see, you just saw it. I like, I've had some weeks, so it's not fresh. I did that when we reviewed, I'm looking at your poster, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. You remember, I was like, oh my God, it's great. There were some things I didn't like, but it's definitely better than Doctor Strange 1. I love this, I love that. And then I went back and watched the first Doctor Strange and I had to come back and recant. Like, uh, wait a minute, nope. The first Doctor Strange is excellent. I really like that origin story. My bad, I screwed up. It's not better because it was still so, I was excited, right? It was right. fresh. So I, right. I get what you're saying. It's easy to do that in this line of work. And I know we talked about this before when I watched Shang-Chi. Yeah, yeah. Shang-Chi was fantastic to Yes. Me. It was written. It was it was funny. Yes. The writing was great. Agreed. The story was good. It was super entertaining. And I was like, man, this might be in the top five Marvel movies. Yeah. You know, right after we watched it. And then, you know, some time went by and and you know you, you go back and you think about things and you sure watch civil war again and you yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And you're like all right well, hold on yeah yeah but like i i still stand by that shang chi maybe not the top five thing but the shang chi was fantastic yeah it was that one was really good you and i both gave it a glowing review i watched it in the theater and then i re-watched it on disney plus and when i re-watched it on disney plus i was like this is still good uh but uh, I don't know. I'm not like, when's the next Shang-Chi? You know what I'm saying? Like, where's the sequel? Like, I got to have this. Like, it's fun. I enjoyed it. Um, but I definitely think the second time I wasn't as blown away. And I think that's what happens. There's something about the theater, the big screen, the big sound. That's what these Marvel movies were made for. Right. If you're if you're a fan of these and you're waiting till it's on TV, I think you're fucking up. I really do. Like, I can't tell you how many of these I've went and saw in my little shit theater and then been like, man, I should have I should have sprung the 10 more bucks for IMAX. I fucking blew it. This was meant. Some of these are filmed with IMAX cameras, with IMAX right, in mind. Right. Like, so if you're waiting, even if you got like a 70 inch screen in your house or bigger, like TVs are insane now with high def, 4K, whatever you got. You're not matching a massive movie screen right. with the the, the, the the sounds and the explosions and the something about sitting in there with the popcorn and the people around you. That's how these movies were meant to be viewed. And I just think you're you're 
I get it if you don't want to go out. It's peopley out there. I understand. Very people. <laughs> yeah. But you're missing out. Uh, but I agree with you, man. I I told my wife when I uh, when we got home, so we went and saw it, I said, this is my favorite Marvel movie since uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. 100%. And, 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 and I get it. Like, you, you know, we've talked about this over, you know, five years of whether it's music or movies or whatever. It's kind of what you identify with or what, you know, something that may spark a little something and bill may not spark it in me for right? sure for sure yeah 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 and, and 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 i'll tell you this like i definitely want to rewatch it but it's a very strong possibility that this this film right here ends up in my my pantheon of favorite marvel movies it was really good and and the reason why uh james gunn i think dc was so smart to bring him on board because what James Gunn can do that they've been having that I think Marvel's been struggling with is the balance. Like there's just the right tug at your heartstring amount of moments in this movie. The comedy lands. This movie is funny. Hilarious. Funny. Like laugh out loud funny. Like the jokes landed. Whereas I felt like what they were trying to do in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania and Thor Love and Thunder, those jokes didn't hit a lot of times. And I love Paul Rudd. He's funny, but dude, there were some corny moments in both of those that were awful. The comedy works, the sentimental tuck at your heartstring moments works. And then this one was a, they managed to make it grit here. Like they cussed, they made a big deal about the, it was Marvel's first F-bomb. Like they have not dropped an F-bomb. They say fuck in this movie, but they also say like, he's an asshole and they say, oh, we're screwed. And that's some bullshit. Like they say like, and the fight scenes were just grittier. Like you felt like people's lives were at stake. Like there were several times you're like, oh, I think that character's dead. Like, I, like not just Rocket, like uh, it, it happened with Drax. There were several moments where you're like, I don't know if they're gonna get up from that. The fight scenes were brutal. They were beheading things and like, and they were great. It was great. Just all the way around, they landed with this movie. The humor, the sentimentality, the action, the grittiness, Gun balanced it. Like the balancing act for this flick is incredible. The story's great. Um, if I had one complaint, I'm getting a little bit tired of Marvel feeling like the villain needs to have a redemption story. Like I really loved how the warlock entered into this movie. Like he just blasted in and start kicking ass. And he didn't seem like he'd give a shit. He was going to kill them. Like he did not care. And then all of a sudden, by the end, he starts having a change of heart. And he's kind of like what they did with Modoc. Like, and then he started to become a bit cheesy and corny to me. That's probably my one complaint is like, just let the villain be a villain sometimes. It's okay. Have him be an asshole and kick ass. And I get it. I talked to somebody that was like, oh, you know, actually in the comic book, he's a nice guy. And I'm like, well, I didn't read the comic book. And all I know in this movie, they, he introduced him. I love the way they introduced him. They introduced him by him just swinging in there trying to kill folks. And I'm like, I don't need the the redemption at the end. We're like, I, I like this little, you know, I'm sweet now. Like, I'm going to save the day at the end. Uh, okay. Well, I, I'll, I think it was, first of all, like, he's not really the villain. No, know? I get it. He's not. The villain was great in this movie. Uh, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and I think the reason that, that he turned is because, you know, the villain turned on him right? And, yeah, yeah. And, and his people. And he, for the first time, saw, like, he didn't know humanity. 
Right. And, you know, that's the one thing that the Guardians Yeah, he was created do. just to kill, basically. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and he's, you know, and he, 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 for the most of the movie, until, like, until they got to that was Counter-Earth. Yeah. He was still on a yes. mission to kill. Yeah, yeah. I think, I guess I'm not, I guess is maybe I've worded that wrong. Maybe it's not his redemption story so much as he just got kind of corny. I think that's maybe more fair. Like, I get what you're saying. You're absolutely right. The main villain in this was great. That guy was just pure evil. And that's sometimes how I just want my villains to just be pure evil assholes. Like, he thought he was doing the right thing, but he wasn't. He was just an asshole killing animals, killing people. He didn't care. Um, worse than Thanos. Way worse. Like, as far as just his asshole mentality. But um, he was great. But yeah, you're right. Something happened where... Uh, Warlock was a badass. Like, he was badass in the beginning. Like, oh, God, this guy's terrifying. Like, and then he got kind of silly. And I was like, I get it, but I it didn't need to go that. I thought they pushed it. But, dude, that's minor. Uh, that's, like, my one little little nitpick I had. Other than that, I, I like I said, best Marvel movie for me, hands down, since Spider-Man No Way Home. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I was sad at the end to see the Guardians. Oh. We maybe don't want to give that spoiler out. I don't know. I don't know how far we go with the spoilers. But, you know, they've said it. This is the end of the Guardians. So they kind of go their separate ways and go have lives. Basically. Well, I would say this. It's the end of the Guardians. As we know. As we know it. Sure. There's a new Guardians, basically. Because there, there's going to be a, a new Guardians and, and, you know, a changing of the guard. And then... Changing of the Guardians, as you might say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. But. Yeah, yeah. I know, it's a dad joke, my it's, bad. I am a dad, so it's, it's allowable. That's agreed. It is. Um, but uh, I, I think that uh, the other piece, too, is... is uh, I can tell you this. The Guardians, as we know it, are over. Yeah. As far as we know. Yes. Um, it appears there may be a changing of the Guardians, as you said. <laughs> yeah. And we haven't seen the end of Peter Quill. No, they do say Star-Lord will return. I, uh, I love that at one point, uh, Nebula calls him Star-Lord. And he's like, oh, Lord, she only calls me Star-Lord when she's pissed at Because no one calls him Star-Lord. Like, no one. You remember, that was the joke in the first one. He's like, Star-Lord, come on. I know you heard of me. I'm Star-Lord. Like, he wants people to call him Star-Lord. And no one will. And then there's one moment where... Uh, yeah, she calls him Star-Lord, and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I know I screwed up. Like, there's so many things I love about this movie that was well done. I love, love, love the fact that they didn't have him and Gamora get back together. Because he's heartbroken. There's some really touching moments where he tells her how much he loves her, and he just misses her constantly, and he's dying. There's a part. It opens up with him going blackout drunk. Like, cause he's so depressed, like, and uh, there's a beautiful scene where they're carrying him to bed because he's passed out drunk and they're playing, uh, creep by Radiohead and everyone is singing along to creep in the town and feeling sad. And they're carrying Peter Quill to bed cause he's blackout drunk from his depression. But I like the fact at the end that they left it open. Like, Oh, okay. I think we could have been good together, but they go their separate ways. And I like that they didn't force that relationship to happen. Because that's not how it works. If she doesn't remember him and has no knowledge of him, she's just not going to automatically fall back in love with him because her future self did. Or is it future self? I don't know. Her other alternate universe self did. It wouldn't work that way. And I'm so glad that they didn't try to force that. I thought that was 
great because that was my big fear that they were going to ride off in the sunset together and live happily ever after. I don't think that would have been the move. But I could tell you after this, I'm really excited to see what Gunn does with Superman. Like I know Superman is neither you nor I's favorite character. We we're not pining for uh, the next Superman movie, but I'm super curious just to see when Gunn takes the reins at DC. Now I've got a lot more hope uh, for what he's going to do for that, that, that company, that the DC EU, as you would call it, the DC comics extended universe, the cinematic universe. Cause uh-huh. I think back to the first Guardians and how that was such a breath of fresh air. Like, I remember not knowing anything about them going, all right, I'm going to take my son Max to see this, whatever, a talking raccoon and a tree. What the fuck is this? You know, like, I don't know. And I came out of that movie like, whoa, that was incredible. And then the second one was just okay. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't, it's not my favorite. Uh, And then that third one was phenomenal. So I'm like, yeah, let's see what James can do. And I know you weren't a big fan. I liked the Peacemaker series that he wrote and directed uh, i watched that whole thing front to back it was silly it was out there it was violent but i really 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 enjoyed it i know you couldn't you tried a couple episodes it and was, couldn't get into it it was just it was like i'm a funny guy i'm like i like it was just disgustingly overly corny and forced yeah. to me and i just yeah, yeah. couldn't get by i remember it. I you really saying tried. that yeah i'd really try i remember you saying that yeah I, I thoroughly enjoyed that show and he wrote and directed that too so yeah I'm, I'm on board for what he does next i would tell anybody if you have not seen guardians of the galaxy volume 3 if you're a, if you're a marvel fan even if you're just a casual marvel fan you're really going to enjoy this movie because i can tell you my wife who has gone with me you know occasionally to marvel movies like there's certain ones like she didn't go to uh uh you know i i can't even remember now there's certain ones that she'll hit with me and certain ones she won't Mm -hmm. she loved this one like and and you know she's not die hard ride or die marvel she's just occasionally hits a movie with me on occasions and she really loved this one and her and i both when we left uh Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania were like, meh. And she, even she was like, yeah, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. Kind of corny, kind of cheesy. We left this one and she was like, that was really good. And she was tearing up a little bit, you know, at the, the emotional moments. Well, I can tell you this, man, like, and, and this is the, the biggest thing for me. And, and this, this is why I don't want to go with my gut and, and not overreact. But if you know me and you've been listening to this show and or you know me on a personal level like what i do is is take care of people that can't take care of themselves right and i also have a very soft spot for animals right so this is like right in my wheelhouse yes like it was, yes and especially on the heels of everything i just went through with mercy and the surgery and all that yeah. stuff like i was like you know, seeing what was going on and Rocket on the table. Like, it was a lot. You realize Rocket almost went through, like, PTSD. Everything he went through, when you learn his origin story, he kind of, I think he kind of blocked it out because he didn't, he never wanted to admit he was a raccoon. He's like, I'm not a raccoon. I'm not a raccoon. That was, like, the big thing, like, all the time. Like, and then in this movie, as he's laying there dying and he's reliving all these moments in his life, when he comes back to it and they save him, he's like, I'm Rocket Raccoon. Like, I am a raccoon. Like, he comes to grips with who he is and where he came from. But I think for a long time, he pushed that down and blocked it out because he was tr- tr- 
tormented by it, like traumatized by it, basically. And rightfully so. He saw friends die and he was tortured and it was horrible. But yeah, man, I I, I really loved it. Um, I'd be I'll be curious to see where they take Star Lord next because I do. I do like, oh, uh, God, what's the actor's name? Now, that's awful. Can't you remember his name off the top of your head? I cannot. Uh, Chris Pratt. I really like Chris Pratt. I think he's I think he's that character. I can't picture anybody else playing that. It's like uh, Harrison Ford is Indiana Jones. Like, they talked about for a short time, maybe Chris Pratt might take the reins and take over Indy. And Harrison Ford was like, no, I'm doing one more. And he's like, and nobody else is Indiana Jones. He's like, I'm going to tell you. And he's right. Like, I can't picture anybody else there. I can't picture Peter Quill being anybody but Chris Pratt. Now, that being said, 50 years from now, after Harrison's died, somebody else will be Indiana Jones. Like, it's going to happen. Like, there's no way around it. But for now, I get it. As long as Harrison's here, nobody else is Indiana Jones. Like, I, and I agree with that. And I feel the same way. As long as Chris Pratt's still kicking and going, I don't think anybody else should be Peter Quill or Star-Lord except him. He's good at it. And right everybody batista is incredible in that role drax is incredible the the young lady karen gillen who plays nebula she's so good dude and who would have guessed uh i'm gonna look again this is why i pull the cast notes up i mean vin diesel is Groot. i think vin diesel is one of the worst actors on the planet and i did his little one line that he does is Groot, and then bradley cooper as rocket if you wouldn't have told me that was bradley cooper i'd have had no idea no idea that the dude from The Hangover was doing that voice, man. Like, it's nuts. And then Warlock is the young kid. The only thing I know him from, and he's British, very British. But he was in um, We're the Millers, the little nerdy kid when they create a family to go <laughs> take the drugs across the border. He's the little nerdy kid, like, from that movie. Like, it's insane, dude. Oh, you mean uh, the um, Warlock? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's that nerdy-ass little kid in We're the Millers. And I love We're the Millers. That's a great movie. But it's cast perfectly. It's written yeah, I just, well. I, I was trying to explain it to somebody, and I couldn't remember the damn name. And I know this is not politically correct, but I'm just going to say it. I was like, you know the one guy, the flying guy? And they're like, which guy? And I was like, because everybody's fucking flying. In sure. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, gay Homelander. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe I got You know from what? Him. Yeah, his suit. Is is very Homelander-esque. You're right about that. And when he first came on the scene, he was terrifying. Like, they couldn't stop him, and he was fucking people up at the beginning. I loved his introduction. The way they introduced Warlock into this movie, I was like, holy crap. Because they gave us a glimpse of him at the end in the post credit scenes of the second one. And then, like we talked, it's been six years. So we haven't seen a, right. another, you know, so we've been waiting on Warlock forever. Anyway... Well, Man, one of the cool things, and I'll so tell you good. this, uh, you know, and we talked about the the new uh, Guardians in the in the mid credit scene. You yes. Know, the Guardians that we know. Yeah, Rocket and, is now the leader. Yeah, so Rocket's yeah. the new leader. And one of the things that, that I, I had heard about this character, and I didn't realize it until I did a little research. So right. one of the girls that they saved, uh -huh. you see her yes. in the mid credit scene. Yeah. Well, apparently that is someone called Phi Lavelle. Okay. Who is the daughter of Marvel? Uh, and she's like very strong in the current comics. Like she's a okay. she's a stud. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she's got. Uh, she comes from a heroic family. Her obviously Kree soldier Marvel, uh, the original Captain Marvel, and a man, uh, one of the greatest heroes. Um, 
She has an impressive array of human humor, power, strength, speed, reflex, and durability far greater than most mortals. She can fly and even absorb energy, redact- redirect- redirecting it in powerful energy blasts. Okay. Yeah, so. similar to Captain Marvel. Okay, interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, well, that's next, right? In July, I think we've got the Marvels movie, I believe is the next big film outing for Marvel. I think, actually, there was a trailer at, at my Guardian screening. And I remember thinking, I, and, I, and I said it on this podcast, I have zero interest in the Marvels movie. I didn't watch the Miss Marvel TV show. I enjoyed the Captain Marvel movie, but it's been so long. I'm not waiting on pins and needles for the Marvels movie. But I will say, seeing the trailer, because I watched the trailer on my phone, watching it on the big screen and seeing some of the funny moments and seeing Sam Jackson, I looked at my wife and I went, eh, man, maybe I will go watch that. You know, that that didn't look half bad. Like, But I was like, like, you know, a month ago, like, like a nine going to see that nah, flat out, just like, nope. But, you know, the trailer on the big screen, again, when you're in the theater, I was like, that didn't look half bad. You know, I, I might actually watch that now. I don't know. We'll see. We'll what, see what happens here, when here's, it drops. Here's the thing. I do like Captain Marvel. I like her character. I like how she acts. I love her, her demeanor. Yeah. How she's a little bit of a smart ass, but tries to be nice about sure, it. Like, sure, yeah, I, I yeah, like yeah. more Captain Marvel the way that she does things. Yeah. Um, and then I really, I, I told you I watched, I tried to watch Miss Marvel. Yes, you did. And I think I got through like four episodes and it was just, it wasn't great. Yeah. But like, I could see how she, the little Indian girl who becomes whoever that character is, had a lot of good qualities that could be good in a movie yes but just i just didn't like the show i couldn't get it it was a, it was too long for me to get into she's funny in the trailer yeah i, I it, really i will say i thought yeah, she was yeah, funny yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. we're a team and they're like no 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 we're not a team not stop a team. that we stop that yeah like they don't want anything to do with that uh, yeah so uh just before we get out of here real quick the next thing on docket because you guys are going to hear this june 5th is June 21st is the release date for Secret Invasion on Disney Plus. The TV show, right? The Samuel Jackson, yeah. um, the Samuel Jackson show, which I think, I, it looks good. I like the the story. I was always, you know, you kind of learn a little bit about the Kree and all that stuff going on in the Captain Marvel movie. Yes. Yeah. And then the shape shifting and things like that. So. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for that. And it's Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, the guy's just a fucking legend at this point. Like, he's in his mid to upper 70s, and he's still going hard, man. And he's still so good at what he does. Like, I just love that guy. He's like he's like just a staple in our in our lives now. Like, I can't imagine a, a, a movie world without Sam Jackson in it. You know what I'm saying? Since Jurassic Park, this guy is the original Jurassic Park in 1992 or whatever it was. This guy's been in our movie going lives, right. whether it be Star Wars, whether it be King Kong, whether it be the Marvel films, uh, Tarzan, uh, snakes on a plane, uh, y- you you name him, Deep Blue Sea. This guy has been there, Shaft. Yeah, man, I, I I just love him. I'm definitely on board for Secret Invasion. And I mean, you know, we're recording three episodes in a clip. So there's a lot happening just in the superhero movie world in general. We talked about the Marvels. You mentioned Secret Invasion. We've also got dropping, while we're recording this right now, uh, the new Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. is out. Part one, Across the Spider-Verse Part one. And also this month, we're getting the highly anticipated everybody's been waiting on pins and needles for the flash movie 
because you get both Batmans in that one. Uh, and that's Michael Keaton is one of them. And they're bringing back Ben Affleck. So, I mean, that's huge. Yeah, the Flash movie is something that we're certainly, I'm certainly looking forward to. 100%. I can't uh, wait. And I don't even like that kid that uh, plays the Flash. He's kind of a douchey. But he's supposed to be cleaning up his act and trying to change things. So, hopefully for him, he will. Aren't we, aren't we all? We can be. We can be. Uh, not, not on his level. Also, though. in summer, <laughs> summer 23, we have um, the Echo Show. Yes. Echo is the uh, the deaf uh, character from Hawkeye. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a show, and we're going to see more, uh, hopefully be getting some more Daredevil popping up in that as well. And and uh, the Kingpin as well should be showing back up in that. Also in the summer, Loki season two. Yes, that's it. And then we can't forget Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That is now part of the Disney Marvel. I, I, I don't know if that can... Well, it's not Marvel. under the Marvel Universe, but Disney all of a sudden now, because Lucas, they own Star Wars, and Lucas Films is also um, Indiana Jones. Steven Spielberg and George Lucas created those movies together. So now Disney all of a sudden has all the Indiana Jones movies. They got the young Indiana Jones Chronicles, the TV show, and they've got a, uh, I watched it last night, like a four-minute like preview making of little feature of uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So this is just a, you know, you and I have said it on a couple podcasts now. This is the biggest summer for movies we've seen since pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they were just opening the fucking floodgates of all these massive, massive, I mean, Indiana Jones, the superheroes, the Fast and Furious came out with another one. I mean, they're giving us everything this summer. They're, they're not holding back. They're unloading the clip. And we're getting it all, and I gotta, man, I got some serious movies to watch. I gotta go get some money, man, because it's not cheap, but I got to do it. I tell you what, I do need to go see, and I'm gonna try to get it in because this is something that I usually forget about, and I don't get it too. Right. Is I do want to go watch that Robert De Niro movie. Yeah. About about my father. I'll talk about that. I don't want to talk about it on this podcast because I know we're coming to the end. But there were three non-superhero movies that dropped over Memorial Day weekend, and that was one of them. And there's some controversy going with those movies. But let's talk about that next next episode. I'll bring that up. Well, before yeah. we get out of here real quick, I'm going to drop a little funny thing that happened to me. Or not happened, that, that popped up yesterday. So last night, we were at the house. Uh, Mama B was here. Nice. We uh, as, as can happen, the TV can be on and it'll get stuck on a movie. And then all of a sudden, everyone just stops and kind of watches the end of a movie. Sure. The movie we watched was iRobot. Oh, which good. is a fantastic flick, by the way. Great movie. And I feel like they, I was thinking as I was watching it, man, they don't really make like this. I feel like they don't make this stuff anymore. There's no not good stuff. Uh, so anyway, the um, if you watch Die Robot, spoiler alert, uh, the there is one robot who killed a scientist because he was trying to expose. And that was the only way that they could expose that the computers were taking over and that somebody had to help. And anyway, the robot that is bad, but is really good. His name is Sonny. Right. Yeah. Do you know who voices Sonny? No, I own that movie. I got a physical copy of it. I just watched it, but I don't know. No. So my mom goes, Hey, is this that guy? And then I was like, I don't think so. And I don't remember who she said she thought it was, but I looked it up and I was like, huh? You don't say. Sonny is voiced by, I don't know his actual name, but Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. That was exactly my response when I saw who it was. I was like, 
Steve the Pirate, huh? I fucking love Dodgeball so much. Like, they, we need a comedy like that again. Arg, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> Arg is right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, Guardians definitely gets the 209 cosign here. 100%. Loved uh, it. Absolutely great movie. Uh, if you checked it out or when you check it out, let us know what you thought. We definitely want to hear what you got to say about it. Please. Um, and, uh, yeah, we got a big, big summer movie season coming up so that we're gonna we got a lot to talk about Mm -hmm. me bill you yes so uh everybody let's talk about it please all right bill get us out of here in the immortal words of my man george clinton anything good is nasty but it's not good unless you play with it so go out there and have some fun my people and until the next time we will see you in the 209 okay bye peace